of the Very Billy Broadcast here on Spotify. So every month I actually have two podcasts. I got one that clears out publicly on Spotify and I've got another one that only launches to my patrons on Patreon. I am on Patreon under Billy Billy B. It's really cheap. It's $2 a month. I have another tier that's $5 and a tier above that that is 8 All of that gets you exclusive content. Uh, and if you're on the $8 tier, you get monthly ephemera news. But today's subject's actually been chosen by my patrons in the five and eight dollar tier. That is one of the perks, and they wanted to know about my strangest acquisition of some kind of item in my collection. And so, I wanted to talk about what I've actually done two or three TikToks on, but I wasn't, of course, you know, TikTok is sixty seconds, so. I don't have that long to explain the deep intricacies of what exactly is going on. I've only got a minute or so to kind of like lay out the bare bones of what happened and how I came to procure the item. So think way back, like a few months ago, um, and this, I, I, oh God, I posted this video, jeez, five months ago, six, maybe six months ago first. And then I reposted it again, and of course I got all the same questions and whatnot, and it's really hard to answer those in comments because you only get 150 characters. So here we go. I have a Grinder Girl cod piece from a sideshow performer named Reggie Beaumontcher. So Reggie has been a sideshow performer for 20 years, about there. Uh, she's been all over the United States. She's very well known in the circuit. And she does burlesque, but she's mostly a stunt and grinder girl. So grinder girls, what they do is they have uh, pieces of metal on their body, and then they take, just like it sounds, a grinder like you would find at a Lowe's or a Home Depot. And if they grind up against the plate in a certain fashion, it creates sparks. So it is considered a danger act. It's also considered like a fire performance of sorts. Um, people pay big money to see that because it's fun i mean and the way she does it is even better she dresses up as like a typical burlesque looking person and then you know brings out a power tool <laughs> and it's great and so uh one of her main things she does is a cod piece act where you know it it fits over her costume piece as almost like a bikini bottom and then she can grind on it, it creates these fantastic sparks where she has to lean back so it doesn't catch her hair on fire <laughs> she has a lot of it um and she had called upon what was then known as somebody in the business that makes props. He called himself a prop master, which uh, hindsight's twenty twenty, definitely not. He's a total hack. Uh, he is now blacklisted for what happened to Reggie. Um, and here's that story. So, like I said, Reggie was looking around, needed a new cod piece. Her old one has just started falling apart. She had a new act she wanted to put together, and she called upon this guy. Now, he takes uh, money up front a lot of times, and she had given him, oh, God, a month and a half, two months to put this thing together. And she just says she just wants a normal cod piece that ties uh, or could be connected by a chain. And he said, no problem, no problem. I'll get started on it right now. So she's like... 
waiting a few weeks, hears nothing and goes, hey, man, I've got a show coming up and they specifically wanted this act and I don't have any grinder pieces, let alone this cod piece I commissioned you for. What's going on? I desperately need that. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm working on it. No big deal. Another week or two goes by. Crickets. Here's nothing. Mind you, she's already paid the guy. So she's like, do you need me to like come pick it up or do you need me? What do you need me to do? Like help me help you. He's like, ah, I guess you could like come pick it up. The day before the show, she's like, I need to come pick it up. Like you, you're not helping me. You're not mailing it to me. You don't have time for that. I need it for my show tomorrow. And he goes, oh, no problem. Come on by and you can come just snag it and be on your way. So she goes there and he's like, oh, uh, uh, it's almost finished. Uh, just wait here. She sits on his couch and his kid is there. And she's like babysitting his child while he is downstairs in the basement for, like she said, upwards of almost two hours and comes upstairs. Finally, after she's like, what's going on, comes upstairs with this hideous, terrifying looking contraption. She's like, it already looked chewed up before I even used it. It looked like it had been slapped together and the, the edges weren't finished and it was just way awkward looking for what it was supposed to be. So she said, okay, whatever. I don't have time for this. I'll like ask for my money back later. I, I need it for one show and then we'll discuss it. And she just grabbed it and left. So Reggie's a hyper professional. She doesn't rock the boat, but she definitely demands respect. I mean, she's a mom herself and she doesn't have time to mess around or deal with people who are going to jerk her around. So She's like, fuck it, I'm going to do the job and goes to the show and she's putting it on and she's like, it's already digging into me. It looks terrible, but whatever, high paying client, not going to ask questions. She's doing her set and she's grinding into it once or twice. And then all of a sudden, her grinder slips. The metal is completely molten. It's like melting off of her, which not normal. So normally when you do a grinder act, uh, you will be grinding up against metal against metal. That's what creates the sparks. And, you know, sparks will shoot off. And that itself is hot metal, but it's not molten. It's not binding itself to other things. It's molten flying off of this thing. It eats through the entire cod piece and cuts her open on her inner thigh. She is bleeding everywhere. She finishes the act, by the way. The total consummate professional. She finishes her act. And all's, you know, kind of freaking out. Everybody is like, oh my god, Reggie's bleeding. So, I can't remember if she had another act that night. I think that was her last one. Like, her grand finale is her, her grinder act. And she's like, what the hell? What the hell? So this piece, you know, she's bleeding profusely. So she doesn't take a look at the piece. She doesn't exactly know what happened or what's going on. In her mind, at first she had just done something wrong. Something went wrong. You know, lights in her eyes. She slipped. She's not on her game. She's already stressed. What have you. She's thinking, oh, this is my fault. This is my fault. <laughs> no. She has to get stitched up. This thing almost nicked her femoral artery in her left inner thigh. She could have died. <laughs> and she goes to look at the piece a couple days later and realizes that it ate all the way through the piece. Now, she's not, she doesn't work in metal. She doesn't, you know, she doesn't own a welder. She doesn't, that's not her job. Her job is to be an act. 
So when she was getting this piece from this guy, I'm not going to name him because I don't feel like hearing his mouth on my Facebook. Um, when, you know, she's hanging out and whatever and, and trying not to, like, rock the boat and everything. But, like, she could have died. And she doesn't deal with metal and stuff. So she had no idea what it was even made out of, what would cause it to do that. So get this. It was made up of lightweight sheet metal and then the grinder portion of it was files you know industrial metal files the ones you can buy at Lowe's for like two bucks three bucks they're made of horrifically subpar materials they're meant to you know file stuff down and then be tossed eventually and that's that's not up to grade for what you need to withstand what she was doing so the guy she comes to find out when he was going downstairs, hadn't even started on the piece. He literally just grabbed scrap metal from all over his workshop and just pieced it together. Just one little thing at a time. And then he found, uh, if you're familiar with you know, Joanne's, Michael's, if you go there frequently, there's this self-adhesive rhinestone decorative border for like paper crafts. He bought like a $1 roll of that at some point and just had that laying around and just slapped that on it. So I'm actually going to make the picture for this particular episode the picture of the cod piece so you can see what I'm talking about. Just how horrifically ugly it was in the first place. Uh, Reggie's other costume pieces like cod pieces, metal pieces, whatever, gorgeous, gorgeous, beautifully rhinestoned, even after multiple uses was still looking fantastic. I mean, you do have to replace these things every once in a while. It is metal on metal. It is shearing pieces of metal off. That's what creates the sparks. Yeah. I mean, th they have to be replaced. But this thing was hideous. It looked like Frankenstein in the worst way. <laughs> and, yeah, she's used to having to get these things replaced. But he literally went downstairs and started working on it when she showed up. She tried to get in, in contact with him. He blocked her on everything. And started going around the sideshow community. I remember when this happened. I wasn't friends with Reggie yet. I didn't know her yet, but I knew of her. Of course, I looked up to her. I thought she was amazing. Um, yeah, started getting around that Reggie had injured herself. All sorts of bullshit starts flying around. Reggie's not a professional. Reggie's, you know, she's not safe to work with because she almost, like, killed herself on stage. All this other horrible stuff that people are saying about Reggie Beaumont-Cher. Which is so out of character, too, because Reggie is lauded as someone who is ultra safe, ultra professional, licensed, insured, knows her shit. And now you have all these people just turning their backs and being like, Reggie's horrible at this. Blah, 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 blah. She continued to do burlesque for two years after the incident. Never spoke about the situation to anybody because at the time, um, this guy had already started coming out as a hack. Uh, a lot of other people had kind of um, taken it upon themselves <laughs> to tell everybody in the community what was going on and why he was being blacklisted. He was making nails for um, Blockhead out of subpar materials. He was making swords out of subpar materials for people to swallow. Like, it was bad, bad, bad. An unsafe, like, unsafe product creates injuries and he was using crappy materials and, and not knowing how to weld properly and it was just a mess so 
it kind of took care of itself. Nobody really buys from him anymore. And if they do, they're immediately seen as an unsafe person to work with. But Reggie never really spoke about it until six years after the incident occurred. So when Reggie finally came out and said something, it created a massive tidal wave. Like, it was bad, bad, bad. All of a sudden, everybody who had been shitty to Reggie was being looked at as being a total asshole because they're like, how could you have been mean? You know she didn't do anything wrong. You're just being an idiot. Um, She was still doing some acts here and there upon request, but wasn't doing the full touring thing. Like I said, two years after the incident, she kind of stopped performing as much and was just doing one-off shows here and there. Um, And at this point, she came back full force. She was like, fuck it. I want to come back. I want to do my thing. And she, brilliant, as always. She can lift weights with her eye sockets. Um, Any woman who can do that is just my favorite, like automatically. Like stunt women make my heart flutter. I love them dearly. And Reggie's such a great person behind the stunts that she's just, ah. And also her child is part of the sideshow as well. Um, I didn't say that part, but uh, Reggie Beaumontcher has a child. And uh, her child is a snake handler, (laughs) which I just think is the best thing ever. Um, But yeah, it was bad, bad, bad. So like I said, tidal wave situation, all sorts of sneaky, gross people hearing about it. And then it dies down. It dies down. So Reggie used to live in Philly. She's from Philly. And... She was getting ready to move to California and was starting to purge a lot of stuff and wound up holding on to all of her costumes and props. Uh, She has a hard time letting things go, which I feel that on a spiritual level. I have such a hard time letting go of costumes and props from the past 10 years. It, It upsets me terribly. So I get it. And she's like, I can't let go of them yet. So she loaded her entire life into a van and moved out to California, which is good for her. She, I guess, had always wanted to live there from my understanding. And lo and behold, uh, decides that, you know, with this new beginning, I need to purge things. Goes on a sideshow forum I'm in, and she's like, hey, I'm getting rid of a lot of stuff. Some stuff's free. Some some stuff's going to cost you. But I got a lot of sideshow props that I want to get rid of. And at the very bottom of the listing was the cod piece and I was like oh my god is this the one and she's like this is the one I was like shut the fuck up she was wanting a lot more than um what I wound up uh, (coughs) buying it for uh specifically because what I'm planning on doing with it eventually uh but it's a good way to educate people to have it in my collection because anybody asks about it I'm like "Ah, listen to this story um and it helps Because the more you know how uh, wrong something is, the better you can do in the future. So I have a piece of literal what, you know, the longer I'm alive, the the more exciting these items I'm procuring. These, I guess, what people are calling contemporary items now are going to be antiques in the future. And this is going to go down. If anybody talks about Reggie Beaumontcher, somebody somewhere is going to talk about the Codpiece incident. So this is a piece of sideshow history I'm so happy to own. And she was so excited to let us have it. She's like, oh, my God, it couldn't go to like a better couple. And I'm glad you two have it. So Ian and I have this, this cod piece that, no pun intended, we carve. We love this thing. It's, it's going to go in its own uh, velvet lined shadow box eventually. And our goal is to also have a video of Reggie Bomo telling the story herself. 
available to anybody who wants it as a uh, MP4 online, so they can get educated about uh, how to how to spot somebody who's a hack and how to make sure that you're not injured. Um, and it's perfectly okay if you feel unsafe with the situation. Be like, hell no, we're not doing that. And she looks back on it now and goes, yeah, I should have just been like, absolutely not. You're insane. But of course, she was kind of put in a really tough position. She's between a rock and a hard place. And I can't blame her for being the way she was at that time. She's like, screw it. I have to do this job. I, I need money. You know, being a full-time performer is really, really difficult. And I lived that life for a few years. And I, I look back on it now and I'm like, how did I ever survive? Like, I have no idea how I lived. And then I'm like, that was a lot of ramen. So much ramen. And like the $1 tofu packets you could get from Publix and like Publix subs. I would eat on those for like two days. It's so many college hacks. But when I was in full-time college, had a full-time job, and I was performing full-time, it was uh, (sighs) awful. All of my money was going to schooling, and I I was left with scraps at the end of the month. So, yeah, I mean, being inside shows a woman's really hard, as it is. And then you get these hacks that take advantage of your kindness and your time and your finances, and you wind up with shitty props. I am lucky enough to have only bought props from people who are sweet and uh, haven't screwed me over. And most of my props I make myself because I just don't trust anybody. That's just how it is. And I mean, I haven't performed in over a year. Thanks, COVID. I hope to be able to perform eventually. But when I do, I'm probably going to be doing a big purge and just buying, you know, all, or I shouldn't say buying, I make all my own costumes, making all my own costumes, but buying costume pieces to embellish and whatnot before I start again because... I have a feeling that it's going to be the Roaring Twenties all over again. You know, after the Spanish flu epidemic of uh, 1918, or 1917, 1918, and into 1919. Ugh, I think it was horrible. Um, After that whole thing, there was a massive economic boom and a massive boom in the arts. Because during a pandemic, what else are you going to do except for say, screw it, I'm going to do what I want because we could all die at any moment. And I hope that to be a thing. And if Reggie could start performing again, I would adore that. And my goal, my goal is to one day be on stage with Reggie Beaumontcher and, and, you know, be alongside her. And I've watched her perform many times, but I want to be on stage with her one day. That would be a dream come true. Uh, If you want to look her up, she's still online, Reggie Beaumontcher. And I will put the uh not a link to her but i will put her name in the comments so you can look up acts i think she has a few on youtube she's a stunning woman and she's still in the game y'all she's still in the game when i'm her age i want to grow up and be reggie beaumontcher i want to be reggie beaumontcher when i'm older so there you go you guys there's a story of my weirdest i guess item in my collection most violent item in my collection weirdest procurement situation um most times I, I am either gifted things or I buy them or I have a few dealers that I deal with mostly or I find things at thrift stores. And they're not very exciting, but the, the fact that I got the Reggie Beaumontcher cod piece that was central to a whole tidal wave of bullshit is super exciting. <laughs> and it's one of my most prized possessions. Weirdly enough, a hunk of crappy metal is one of my most prized possessions because the story behind it is fantastic. 
Well, that has been our quick little episode of the Billy Billy broadcast. I do this once a month. Once again, you can find me on TikTok under Billy Billy B. You can find me on Instagram underscore Billy Billy B underscore. You can find me on Patreon under Billy Billy B. And I also have merch now. You can look me up on Teespring under Billy Billy Boutique. I also have a link to my merch in my TikTok bio as well as my bio on instagram so yep i do this once a month and all of my stuff is voted on by my patrons once again it's a two dollar five dollar or eight dollar tier this in the month of april if you sign up for the five dollar tier you get a limited edition billy billy b postcard if you sign up for the eight dollar tier you get a postcard as well as a piece of paper ephemeral every month all right y'all it's been great i love you i'll see ya bye